0: Hello friends and welcome to this episode of Life with Perry Martins. My name is Perry Martins and uh, it's nice to have you listen to me again. This evening I was just thinking about humanity, civilization, and I'm wondering, are we getting better or we're just the same set of people like our forebears who came before us? Are we getting better? Are we getting civilized or we are still barbaric? In in ourselves and in what we do you know and when you begin to think about this thing you know it's just obvious that having newer model of cars and you know fancy houses and fancy fancy restaurants doesn't really translate to being civilized you know if our humanity is not changing for us to become better people and live more sanely what is the difference between us and you know the generation that wiped out entire nations and families, you know, just because you know there is a little scuffle or problem or an issue? You know, what is the difference between us and the generations that waged war and the generations that uh, enslaved entire populations? Uh, what is the difference between us and the generation that did some of these very you know hideous things? If we're not getting better, you know, and why, why am I thinking in this direction? This is very, you know, unlike what I would normally talk on my podcast. But I was just walking down the streets here in Dubai and I'm looking at these very tall buildings and I'm asking myself, would there be any day in history that they would say this civilization was wiped out? You know the way... Um, <clears throat> You are reading history and they'll tell you oh that there was there was the mayan empire or the mayan uh, uh civilization and then it was wiped out or there was atlantis you know or there was the uh sumerian empire and sumerian you know uh generation and they were wiped out and i was asking myself would there ever be would it be come to a time in history where they will say, oh, there was the UAE or maybe American, or any, any of the nations you know, right now that are doing so well. Because if you read history you would literally see the same thing. You would see where stories are told of ancient civilizations with majestic palatial buildings and orderliness and humanity and you know uh, progress prosperity peace and all of a sudden something will happen and they will begin to go into extinction and I was asking myself would there ever be and if there would ever be what could be the reason what could cause it and I was just looking at all the tall buildings and the monstrous architectural masterpiece that littered the Sheikh Zayed Road, you know, in the UAE and I'm thinking what could ever happen? More like almost thinking about, thinking like the guys that saw uh, the the great ship Titanic and said even God could not sink this one. I was thinking what could ever happen and this very beautiful, interpretation of life could ever what could ever get, make it to get to the point where it is entirely wiped out and this generation is entirely wiped out to the point that maybe if someone comes to the uae in maybe a thousand years there will be nobody living here just like, just as it is in some places but then again as i was just thinking about that it occurred to me that there is a war currently going on in ukraine It occurred to me, I just remember that a war is actually going on in Ukraine. Some crazy people are actually killing humanity. Just a few miles away. Maybe not a few miles away, but thousands of miles away, but definitely in our world, in our time, in our dispensation. And it occurred to me that the United States of America has had a lot of wars that they fought communities have been destroyed russia is fighting one ukraine is trying to survive there are nations and peoples around the world who are fighting to survive there is border disputes going on fights over all sorts of things people dying on a daily basis and i'm thinking we're not even talking about Africa, where so much is going on tribes against tribes, peoples against people, people are fighting for every conceivable thing, every conceivable dispute. People are fighting, people are killing each other. And we, we are supposed to be the civilized generation, we're supposed to be the generation that. Is civilized. You know, these days I'm, I'm even trying to understand and define what civilization really means. Does civilization mean just having newer cars and newer houses and, you know, better buildings? Or does it mean much more in terms of our humanity? How we can learn to live and let live? How we can grow? Because the, even the Europeans are surprised that in the heart of Europe, a war is going on. They are surprised. A lot of because I remember when the, the drums of this war was beaten and we were watching it on even the Ukrainians themselves didn't believe that there could ever be a war that would displace them. When journalists were asking them questions, you know, because as at this time, Russia was already amassing military hardware and soldiers at their border. And they were not moved, people were going about their business. Nobody thought, nobody believed that there would be a war that has lasted for almost, this is almost, how many months? It's almost a whole year. It's almost a whole year of fighting war. The Europeans didn't believe it. Why? Because some person feels that their border is threatened. And other person feels that they need to defend themselves for whatever reason. And with all of this, a war begins, people are fighting, people are... Because the truth is, once the first blood is shed, you know, there's no turning back again till a resolution is found or till there's a victor. Once the first blood is shed, you know, it's a free for all. So I'm now asking myself, are we getting civilized? Are we becoming civilized? Because when you look at, you know, let's even leave the war. Let's talk about ourselves individually as people. I feel that we are losing our humanity and I've said it again and again on this channel, on this uh, my, my, my channel. We as human beings, we are losing our humanity. But it now begs the question, did we ever have it? Did we ever have it? You know, are we getting civilized? Civilization, civilization is supposed to mean that we are becoming better people, more loving people, more caring people, more understanding people. But it looks like despite all the education and all the life improvements deep seated in us is that barbaric nature that that lawless wicked personality in in us it looks like despite all the you know education and finer things of life and at the base with a little push and trigger the, the Barbarism just shows up again. With a little trick, barbarism shows up again. This is a call to anybody who is listening to my voice. Let's get back to the things that matter. The sanctity of life. The importance of family and brotherhood us being able to come back together as people and live together in peace and harmony understanding that there is no difference between a Nigerian and a Kenyan or a Brazilian or an Indian We are all people with red blood flowing in our veins and maybe if you travel around a little bit or get out of your so-called country or nation a little bit you will understand that the person on the other side of the border looks exactly like you feels the same thing you feel here because when there was covid lockdown everybody was at home there were no people who had some extra immunity against covid you know nobody everybody suffered it everybody had a taste of it everybody was was everybody's business was grounded to a halt all over the world when there's a recession it hits everyone including the rich and the poor everybody feels it is it not high time that in your small location because this thing starts from your small location from your small family from where you are and what you are doing where you are how you are raising your kids how you're raising your children how you're you're impacting your community i, I was just thinking this evening Because all it takes is a little provocation. All it takes is a a little misunderstanding of one nation misunderstanding the other. And these days we have all sorts in the name of weapons and arsenal. Ballistic missile, nuclear missile, supersonic missile, hypersonic missile, all sorts of missile. Everybody is arming themselves and pointing the barrel of the gun to the next person and these other persons so literally if if something happens and and the world goes into a pandemonium of attacks and war we will destroy ourselves over and over and over again with the amount of arsenal that is out there and everybody is feeling one person is feeling that they have the most latest technology hello somebody else is going to come up with something faster and more deadly than your own somebody will come up with it Russia has been boasting since with China that they have the fastest missile now, the hypersonic missile. Guess what? The U.S. has caught up with that. Somebody will always catch up. Somebody will always have some. And then you don't know, you know, what the other person has that they have not told the world that they have. It might be in better, you know, form, but they have it. What am I saying? We need to get back to being people. When we compare ourselves to the people we read about in the history classes and the history books and in the newspapers of yore, do we think we are better than them? When you watch that historical movie or historical sitcom or episodes and you see... The acting of the actors as they dress as old, the older generation. Do you think you are better than them? Why are you better? What are you doing to be better? These are my thoughts this evening. And this might be a wake up call to you. And whoever you are who is listening to me this evening, we should get back to being people. We should get back to being people, to keep getting better. Our heart goes out to people who are dying all over the world in boundary clashes, full-scale war, invasions from one nation to another. Those who call themselves the world police, those who call themselves the world powers. Everybody, our heart goes out to people who are dying out of poverty. Nations that have been denied the opportunity to become better because another bigger nation thinks feels that you are not aligning with their policy because of that they will starve you this is happening all over the world are we getting better we talk about world peace all the time but it is far from our hearts it's just on the lips in fact, if you dig deep, you see that beneath the clamor of a world peace, there are agendas. There are people who come to the table with their own agenda, their own personal agenda, national agenda, regional agenda. Whose agenda are we going to follow if everybody comes to the table with their own agenda? It's a pity. It's a pity. We need to make the world a better place. Truly and sincerely from our hearts to become better people from our families to our communities. We need to be better. It has to start from somewhere. Thank you for listening to me this evening. Uh, This morning or this afternoon. (laughs) Um, This is me just pouring out my heart. Thank you. My name is Perry Martins, have an amazing day, bye. Hello friends, welcome to this episode of Life with Perry Martins. My name is Perry Martins and it's nice to have you on the show. So today I'm back to talking about life and today I want to talk a little bit about mental health and how, you know, I deal with it. Uh, mental health and how I deal with it, and this is very important for us to talk about because I think that the best way we learn in life is to imitate others or to hear how others are dealing with something, and then we um, we deal with it, right? So mental health and how I deal I deal with it, um, you know, when we talk about mental health, you know, the one word that comes to mind quickly is depression. Depression is when you, you know, uh, it, it, can mean, it can mean a lot of things, but, you know, when you're feeling bad and feeling sorry for yourself, uh, or feeling, you know, you're f- feeling bad, basically, it's a feeling. When you're feeling bad because maybe things are not going the way you want it to go, or maybe there's a situation that has happened with you, you lost a loved one. Um, uh, there are several things that can bring about depression. Uh, there are other things that fall into the mental health space. I'm not a professional in it. I'm just talking about how I deal with things in life uh, here uh, on Life with Barry Martins. I basically just share about life situations and how I deal with it, and then how I have a, and how some of my friends deal with it. Basically, to give anyone anyone listening to me a template, a guide, uh, you know, an example, you know, that they can either I learn from my mistakes or learn from my successes, right? So that's what we're doing on the Life with Perimartings. So um, don't forget that my anchor is on the Word of God because I'm a Christian, right? So I'm not a professional in some of the things I'm sharing. I just share from my personal life. That is why it's called Life with Perimartings. So first thing, first question is is what is mental health or what leads to mental health situations? For example, is depression. Um, I think one of them is expectations that were not met. You know, when you have certain expectations, I want to be uh, a, a billionaire by 30, I want to be this by that, or it could be when things just don't work out the way you wanted them to work out. It could also be that you had a bad experience. Maybe you were raped, maybe you, you had a terrible um, incident, you know, that you were involved in and it, you know, and then it, it throws you into a shock, and then, you know, you, you enter into a state, a mental health state. So, there are several things that can cause it. Maybe you're a young lady, and you, you experienced a near-rape situation, or even a rape situation, you know, or you were trafficked. You know, there are several things that can throw people into mental health situation. So, the question is, how do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? And you know, I, you know, some, it could be that you were abused, you know, when you were a kid, and you're still dealing with, dealing with it, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe you, as a, as a child, you were, you, you suffered child abuse, child abuse, not necessarily sexually, but maybe violently, you lived with an uncle or an auntie who, you know, was always beating and scolding, and, you know, punishing you so it scared your child or you had parents who didn't really know how to raise kids and they really scared you with the words they spoke with the things they said to you you know and it happens a lot with with when you lived with uncles like i i i have had all sorts happen to me you know i lived with an uncle for years who beat the hell out of me for every single provocation you know the wife. You know labelled me all sorts. You know, um, you know I had that growing up. I didn't live with my parents for the larger part of my childhood. You know, so if there's someone that wants to talk about being abused as a child, you know, you know I I, I am someone that would want would would have would have qualified or would will qualify for that. You know, and the truth is, I know that that experience probably um, affected or scarred me for a very long time, such that, you know, um, it affected, probably affected other things that, you know, had happened in my life. Because when you have those kind of situations, what happens is it affects your personal, your personal, your self awareness and self discovery. You know, you're always living in fear that the next thing, you, this next step you want to take is going to amount to another beating. So it brings about a lot of second-guessing. Over time, these things are wired into your personality that even when you are free, you still have, um, you know, uh, well, I think it's Stockholm Syndrome, where you will still feel trapped, even though you are free, but you still feel feel trapped. You still f- So every time you're second-guessing yourself, you're second-guessing the decisions you want to take, you're trying to get people's validation, all of these things fall into mental health situation where you are you are you are always looking for validation from people and especially and then again we now have social media to top it up so now in social media days you you are dealing with a lot of um, trying to get validation from the people who seem as if everything is going well with them you know they are always posting posting pictures of you know they are doing fine they are driving the latest car they just got the, the, the new job and then you on your own, you're thinking, when will it be my turn? What is wrong with me? Why is it not happening for me? Right? And all of these things piles on, on the the bad feeling that leads to depression and sometimes leads to people, you know, running over you know running, you know, um running over the bridge, you know, and you know, plunging into a lagoon, commit suicide, strangle themselves, some hurt themselves, you know, by piercing themselves. And and the truth is all over. I I there are several um, manifestations of mental health, mental health issues. There are several manifestations, and that is the truth. Some people mask the insecurity with clothing, and you know, dress the latest designer dress. They are always buying and buying and buying. You know, you know their therapy is their their therapy is shopping. Right, their therapy is shopping. They're always buying things, buying things, even when they don't have the money. They, will you know, um, keep buying on credit and keep buying it because that's their therapy, because that's how they gain validation by wearing something that everybody should be admiring them. Some people, you know, um, you know, use uh, 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 tattoos, they just tattoo all over their face. You know, that's their way of finding therapy, of, of you know. Um, allocating value because the value is not within the value the value is not deep rooted or deep seated in you so because of that you're looking for things to validate you you're looking for how to validate yourself and as you're looking for how to validate yourself you're getting into relationships some 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 people is it's just Uh, Some people is just going from one relationship to the other, trying to find, because maybe, you know, let's say you were a young lady who you didn't get a a lot of validation from your father. She didn't. He didn't always tell you how beautiful you are, how smart you, how intelligent you are, you know. And then you, you, you. And then they're in your house. They're they're always telling you how you are this, you're that, you're negative, your teeth is like this. You're not looking fine. You're not smart. You're not intelligent. And that those words are deep seated in your mindset and they scar you. So now you are grown. You can't stay in one relationship. You know, because you always you're not finding value. Even when you stay in one relationship, it's an abusive relationship, but you can't leave because the guy has a way of, you know, giving you validation. And I was talking with uh, as uh, someone who was telling me that that they they were in a relationship and they felt better in that relationship. They felt that when they got into a particular relationship, they 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 felt better because they felt that the man was giving them something that their father did not give them. So, so I was asking her, you know, why? what did you like about the relationship? And she said, I felt seen. I felt heard. You know, so this is a different case of, of, of parenting, right? But a lot of the things that has amounted to mental health situation in kids are the fault of the parents who do not know how to raise their children so all of these are the causes of of mental health situations these are the things that lead to depression you know and and personally i i have had had a bit of you know experiences that would have been termed um depression but I can only point to one day in my life when I literally felt that I was depressed. And the reason is because we didn't really define it. In my days and in the days of the people before me, it, 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 we didn't really define mental health. It wasn't defined. Depression wasn't really defined because everybody was hustling. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's angry. Everybody's bitter. You know, so everybody's just I'm um, transferring the aggression on the next person right? Everybody's transferring the aggression on the next person. No wonder the, the, the now that we have been able to define what mental health is in Africa, we now see that there, there's a high rate of mentally, you know, depressed people, of mental health cases. Because we are just transferring the aggression from one person to the other, from, fa- from father to mother to kids ab- in abusive homes and families and negative words that have been piled up on a child and then you grow up and then you pile it up on your own child so that it's going to take intentional re-engineering for us to be able to begin to raise and groom healthy children so that for, for me i can only point to one day when i was like oh this is depression i'm feeling depression." Because it was normal life. It was normal life. And for someone like me that had a very, I had a terrible childhood. You know, I lived with an uncle who really dealt with me, messed me up, messed up my mindset. Right? And from there, I entered, you know, I I moved because I I grew up with my uncle and, and the wife. And when I when I when I was about to get into my teens, that was when I moved, you know, to stay with my parents. And they were living in serious poverty, abject poverty. So that further scarred me because I had to, when, when it was time for me to go to the university, you know, they, they, they didn't have the money, but they really wanted me to go to school, but they didn't have the money. And my mom said, you know what? You know, we have to do it. We have to look for a way to go to school. We can't have our only son not being educated. I mean, for someone like her, from the background she comes from, you know, that's a very brave thing to do. Because every other person wants to send their child to go and learn a trade from one, from one uh, master and then come out and, you know, become a trader. But she saw she had a different vision. And and I must I give her lots of kudos for that. You know, so now this is me, you know, having a terrible time in school because I didn't have a place to stay, I didn't have accommodation, didn't have food to eat, didn't have money to buy clothes or money to even buy books. So I was literally living from hand to mouth, you know, do whatever job I can get to be able to... I still remember some of the jobs we did back in school just to be able to raise money to eat. You know, I remember one time... <laughs> this is a, this is an aside story. But I remember, I remember one time, you know, the school needed to clear the, the bushes around the school. So the school had large mass of land and then they needed to weed and clear... Uh, you know cut the grasses and then of course uh we went and signed up i I don't know how much i forgot how much they paid us but they gave us large swaths of land to clear, and then we you know we made some (laughs) we made some money oh my god it was you know one of those things apart from other things i mean that i did try and you know pay my school fees and make money and all but after having all that experience and then come out of school i still had some courses i need to retake some exams i needed to retake and some classes i even need to retake had to retake so that you know that that was the point you know that threw me into into you know a depressive state but it didn't last long because in the world we were living in at the time there was no space for something like that you know if, in fact it is now that i had that these things have been defined from the African context. That I now I'm, I'm now able to look back and say, ah, that was depression because I felt so bad. You know, I, I you know cried. You know, I've done quite a bit of crying in my in my life. You know, in situations like that. But how do did, do I deal with it? Which is why you are listening to me today. I am going to just take you to the Bible because. That is where I find my strength. (laughs) And I'm going to take you to a scripture that has been with me for a very long time. And that is um, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And uh, we'll just go down to uh, Matthew 6. Yeah, so Matthew says will go down a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's start from twenty-five. It says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall wear. Is not the life more than meat? and the body more than raiments. You know, I'm reading this. Let me read this in the Good News Bible. Um, 26, you know, it says, 25 says, this is why I tell you, do not be worried about food and drink you need in order to stay alive or about clothes for your body. After all, isn't life worth more than food? Isn't body what more than clothes? 26 says, Look at the birds. They do not plant seeds, gather a harvest, put in barns, yet your Father in heaven takes care of them. Aren't you worth much more than the birds? And now 27 says, Can you live a bit longer by worrying about it? Now that is powerful. Can you live a little bit longer by worrying? And why worry about clothes? Look at how the wild birds grow. They do not work nor make clothes for themselves. But I tell you that not even King Solomon in all his wealth have clothes as beautiful as these flowers. He says, it is God who clothes this wild grass, grass that is here today and gone tomorrow, burned in the oven. Won't he be be all the more sure to clothe you? What little faith you have. Say, do not, wor- do not start worrying, saying, where will my food come from, or my drink, or my clothes? These are the things that pagans and, and all others are concerned about. Your Father in heaven knows uh, that you have need of these things. He now says, instead, be concerned about everything else in the kingdom uh, with what He requires of you, and He will provide you all those things. Now, for me, this is how I lived and I have lived so far, you know, knowing that if I can't change something, why do I need to worry about it? For example, if I've had bad experiences in, in my life in the past, right, and it and I know that it has denied me opportunities because it has affected my life, my mindset, such that in the places I'm supposed to exert myself, I didn't because of a deep-seated um um restriction based on so many bad experiences I've had in life what since i i have now i know that that is a problem i start working on the solution so instead of me to go and be reveling on the bad and the negative and the failure why don't i come out and begin to try you know one of the things i suffered a lot was seeking validation because of the many years of you know that not having not having an not having at all and always being the one person that does not have you know i i wish i could tell you guys some story in my primary school days when i was living with my uncle i was always that one kid in the whole class that his school fees is not paid and his clothes are torn I'm always that one kid that every time I will be part of the people they will send back home. <laughs> and I know some of you listening to me fall into that category. You know those kids that they will send away because they didn't pay school fees. I will always be, always. My my clothes, my my schools, my shorts are torn. It has been patched and patched. And you know, you know when your your shorts, your school shorts, your uniform. It's torn, and it has been patched and patched and patched and patched and patched patched to the point that there is a heavy pad of clothing, (laughs) of clothes, (laughs) that is at the bottom. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, all of that had created a uh, deep-seated, you know, imagine that. Now, the truth is, I'm not the only kid. You know? ...in the whole of the world or the whole of Africa. I mean, some children didn't even go to school. Some didn't go to school. Some went to school and had even worse. Some didn't have clothing. So, all of these kids, when they now come out and become grown men, they are depressed grown men. They, they, they have deep-seated mental health issues. They are scared men. They are in, insecure men, inferior in their thinking... Because all of those things, and that is the reason why in Africa, we have leaders who, even despite all the wealth and despite all the prosperity, we still have leaders who think as paupers. It's a mental health situation. We have leaders that think as poor men. They think as poor, poor, because poverty is a mindset. And because it has been ingrained, it's an inferiority complex. It's inferiority. That's why when we now make the money, we make a lot of noise and splash the whole place. With the small, the little we have, we now splash the whole place and make a lot of noise. It's inferiority complex. It's inferiority. I wish I was doing a video. I wish I wasn't doing a... I was... I think I'm going to do a video for... This is so good. This is so good. This is so good. That is the problem. True wealth... It's not only in the bank account is in the mind. True wealth is not only in the bank account, it's in the mind. True wealth is not only in the bank account, it's not only in your wallet, it's in your mind. Poverty is in the mind. So, what am I saying to you today? You have to make conscious effort, don't sit back and To a pity party for yourself because of what you've been through or because of what you're going through now. No. Do whatever you have to do to intentionally stay happy. Whatever you have to do. For me, I would say avoid all the negative things. Avoid the drugs. Avoid the smoking. Avoid the weed. Avoid taking it out on another person's child in the name of sex. Avoid it. But guess what? The one place to go to is to go to God. The one place to go to is to go to God. If you need to cry to God, cry to God. If you need to, um, uh, whatever you have to do, but go to God. Take the word. See, what you need is metanoia, change of mind. That is the continuous learning, on learning and relearning of life values. Because what has happened to you is a change of mind say is a a, a change of mind in the negative. So you have to do a change of mind in the positive. And how to do that is by knowledge and learning. We are the smartest species of of creation that God created. And we have the capacity to unlearn, relearn. So by I I tell people that it, it is better that you spend time to sharpen your axe. I think I don't know. I, this I'm 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 paraphrasing the quote of another man. I, I can't remember his name now. Um so it's better that you spend time to sharpen your axe so that when you come to the tree you will put less effort and the tree will fall than that you keep you you keep um attacking the tree with a blunt axe. So if you need to take time to study, take time to learn. Take time to reset yourself, reset your mind. I did a lot of resetting myself over time. I buried myself in books, learning and reading. Even now, I'm not entirely out, but I'm known where I used to be. I could have been somewhere else where my life would have been worse. So how I got out is by, first of all, believing in God, believing that there's someone bigger and higher than me who oversees the affairs of men who if i i can trust him he'll see me through now that might not sound exactly appealing or interesting to you but that that is what worked for me believing in god and believing in god means that i i I am at peace i'm not worrying i'm at peace just like the bible that we read said you know Since I know I can't change this thing, let me ask someone higher than me to change it for me. And be patient. And stay at peace. (sighs) I'm at peace. I'm at peace. And speak to myself, I'm at peace. I'm at peace with myself. I'm at peace with my past. And I keep telling it to myself, I'm at peace. Because it's by speaking that you are able to program. Because what happened to you is that you were programmed. Now you have to reprogram yourself. You have to control, delete, and install new software, new operating system. In the, and, and begin to tell yourself that I'm loved. I'm appreciated. I'm strong. I believe I can. I believe I will. It, might, it will take time because... All those years of programming in the negative has to be reprogrammed. So one, one after the other, God will lead you to be reading the books, meet the people. What has happened to me is books and people. I was always in the pursuit of the next knowledge that would help me to get out, to get out. So I was, I was always coming. At, in fact, in fact, you know, I, I, I would always. Thank God for always directing me to people. You know the way when you are in a particular season in your life and someone just recommends a book or you see it on social media and that book just becomes exactly what you needed at that time of your life. That's how life and nature and God works in your favor. God will start directing your steps to the right people who will speak the right words into your heart. All you need to do is just trust him and every morning you wake up, say, Father, I thank you. God, I thank you and I trust you that today I am better, I am stronger, I'm wiser. I'm not a product of my yesterday. Today, I am becoming a better person. I am a product of my today. I'm taking decisions today that will make my tomorrow better. You just keep speaking words. Keep speaking words. Words of positivity. When you're feeling depressed, oh, I decree and declare that today I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. I have sound health of mind and body. I am in sound health of mind and body. I have a sound mind. I am not de- I might be depressed but I, but I declare and declare that joy comes over me. today I find things that make me happy find things that make is today my steps are ordered oh, to be in the right company company of right people. You keep speaking words. you keep speaking words God will send you people send you a partner that will love you despite your scar, despite your inferiority complex that will appreciate you. You know, I mean, with what I was going through, I didn't know anybody would agree to marry me. (laughs) Yes, with the things I was going through, I didn't know anybody was going to accept to marry me. But I found an amazing woman. Why? Because God kept working on me till I was good enough for someone to accept me. I say, hey, I like this guy. And I I know so it will be for you. So how did I get out? I got out by praying. I got out by not worrying, by taking, I take long walks. And in those walks, I think out loud and I talk out loud. I don't care what people think about me. I just speak out loud and I talk out loud and I speak positively into my life. I speak positively, speak positively, speak positively. And I read the word of God. And then from reading the word of God, I listen to the spirit of God. And I just confess positively, speak positively. declare joy and happiness i don't want this um podcast to last a little bit longer we already done 29 minutes so today you know get into the mindset of i want to come out know that you can't change something that you can't change so ask for a higher power to change it for you then trust him then speak positively Call for the things you want to see in your life and speak it into your life, declare it into your life, and it will begin to show up and manifest into your life. Over time, you, you remember as I said, read and study, and it will all turn out well for you. My name is Barry Martins, and thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being with me. Follow me on all social media handles and have a nice day. Bye.